Hey everybody, we're gonna talk about cheese, Thanksgiving, and church. My name is Tanner. This is my friend Ted. And this is our podcast. <laughs> we, we usually just go, the, fir- the person who's opening usually just does the, oh. I'm Tanner, welcome to our podcast. Oh, I'm Tanner, welcome to our podcast. Should we just leave that in? Who cares? That's right. We're a mediocre podcast that tries to do this. I love it, but... We what? need a sponsor. Yeah, who's going to... I mean, sp- dogs. We already, we already have dogs, but they pay... Mark. They only pay with... With, in cu- milk with cuddles. <laughs> oh, yeah. milk bones, yeah. And I'm not a big fan. No, yeah, they're gross. Don't tell the dogs. Yeah, no, gross. Not end up, on, they are not on my Thanksgiving table, right. if you're wondering. Up, yeah. I end up giving the milk bones to my dogs, so... Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Podcasting is a brand new world for us. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, we've been doing it for... Maybe a couple of months, a year? No, almost a year. Wow. Happy one year, bud. Yep. Um, but like, I don't know how to get a sponsor. I don't know how that works. So if you, if anybody who's listening is like, I want to sponsor well, it, let us know and we'll be like, all right. So okay. Out of all the podcasts you honey listen to, ham. and all of yeah. them, nice, all of them have sponsors. What's the one, like, if you could get it, what would be the sponsor you'd want for this podcast? The sponsor that I would want? Yeah. I always hear people talking about HelloFresh or like the, the meals that come to the door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that'd be awesome. I can make up jokes about that yeah. real fast. But also, we've, ha- we've done HelloFresh before, and it, I'm actually a fan. Yeah. It's expensive, but totally oh, yeah. worth it. Because yeah. you know when you like sit down, you're like, what are we going to eat this week? Mm-hmm. What a hard question. Yeah. What an absolutely difficult question. Because mm-hmm. you're like, well, we could have the thing that we had last week, because that's all I'm thinking about right now. Right. Uh, so I would do HelloFresh. What would you do? Uh, purple mattresses. Because we needed a new bed, and so... <laughs> Oh, I see your angle here. Well, and they're always like, like that. They're always like, "Listen, uh, we we sleep on a purple mattress," which I have to believe if they're yeah. sponsoring. Yeah, they send you a purple mattress. Well, yeah, you got to try right? it so that yeah. you can like be like, "Hey, how great is this?" Yeah. So, yeah, either that or I'd be like NBA League Pass. You can watch every game anywhere, anytime. But have do you hear a lot of podcasts that? I listen to so many different podcasts, ranging from NBA to like. Uh, faith and culture and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and so a lot of them are just like i listened to one yesterday and they were it was it was basically a it was an organization that you they would take on your debt and then you would pay them at a lower rate i was like so like a bank yep (laughs) (laughs) pretty much but it's like an organization but it was like it was some it was like a sweet name like star trust or something like that the word trust is in it (gasps) interesting i must have to trust them yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's uh, it's Thursday morning. It is bright and early. In a couple Feels of weeks, good. it's going to be Thanksgiving. It's coming. So we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Talk about Thanksgiving. But first, we have a really important news story that we have to get to. It's very important. Here's the news. Here's the news. Breaking news. This was So I was actually watching this live. Speaking of NBA League Pass, it's my favorite thing. I was watching a Milwaukee Bucks game. Who were they playing? I believe it was the Kings. Sacramento Kings. Here's... Here's the depth of your love of basketball, is like that you're watching the Kings versus the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, did you now? Was this like it was on in the background, or you were actually watching, paying attention to the game? Uh, when you when you watch stuff, do you have usually have like your phone out? When you watch Sometimes, it? yeah. yeah. Um, I have realized that when I watch basketball, like I just my phone just is somewhere else, and I am focused. I am focused. Unless it's an Orlando Magic game, because then I'm usually texting my, my good buddy Adam. Yeah. And so we're just texting the whole time about, that was ridiculous, you know, going on and on and on. See, that's interesting, because like, I can watch baseball for an inning or two, 
or like playoffs, yeah. I can watch mm-hmm. full games unless it's the Astros, and then I can watch the whole game. Yeah, but I find it impressive that two not even small market, oh, yeah. like tiny market teams, oh, the Bucks and the Kings, buddy, and you're yeah. like. Oh, I really gotta watch that Bucks and Kings game. I gotta see Giannis and, and De'Aaron Fox, man. There you go. Right. I, I love I love it, man. I, I know can, those people. I can, I can sit down and I can watch, but then like it's also it's my the way that I rest, and so mm-hmm. I, that's my thing, or that's like my watching NBA is my hobby, right? Because yeah. I was yeah, told yeah. something to, one time told me it's like you need a hobby, and I was like I I already write on my free time, and I was like okay, <laughs> great, basket. yeah, great. I have to write some more uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> poetry. Uh, so instead, it's like I'm gonna sit and watch basketball. Yeah, and Sarah just absolutely loves it. Oh, I'm sure she does. Can you pick up sarcasm? Yep. Okay, got it. Uh, anyway, so it's this. Uh, it was one of the like games that they do during a timeout or something, and mm-hmm. so uh, some lady was in the stands and uh, and they come up to her and they ask her to play a game, whatever. And so the game was ha- uh, name as many different cheeses as you can in 30 seconds. Well, and can we just like talk to the Milwaukee Bucks here and be like, guys? You are in Wisconsin. Like, what did you think? She was going to go, like, cheddar and be done? Yeah. But also, bravo. What a fantastic game. I know. That is to walk around and walk. And, like, next one's, like, name as many beers that taste like water. Got them. Uh, yeah. But, like, name as many cheeses in 30 seconds. She named 27 different cheeses. That's 27. almost a cheese a second. Yeah, it's incredible. That's and I was watching this live, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, Munster. Oh yeah. Well, that's a cheese. <laughs> well, that's a cheese. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could get maybe six. Oh yeah. I don't think I can get much. But then she started throwing out like cream cheese, and I was like, "That is also a cheese." Oh, it is cheese. Right. And then she was like, "Parmesan." That's also a cheese. And that's a. But here's they called her. She goes, "She's a cheese whiz." All right. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> good job. I would have loved to have written that right up. Could you imagine that? So the you know yeah. the announcer. Now was it. The announcers of the game, or was it like no, the no, PA? no? It was like uh, the uh, Bucks Entertainment person who like okay. walks in. It's like get on your feet. So he had get on your feet, get up, up and make it happen. All I can see is people slip sliding <laughs> yeah. on the ice. Yeah, thanks, Parks and Rec. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay, but Pistol okay. Pete for the dunk. Anyways, uh, <laughs> okay, what is something that you can name twenty-seven of in thirty seconds? In thirty seconds. Yeah. I'm not Jeez. even sure I could say 27 words in 30 seconds. I know, right? I mean, that's obviously, I can't do that because we're doing a podcast, but... I don't know if there's anything. I feel like I'd be on the spot and I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd be like, I can name NBA players. Right, like, I can name NBA players, maybe books of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, many books? Oh, yeah, there's 66 books. Yeah, but, like, how many in the New Testament? I don't know. Well, let's do it. Let's Google it. I know the first. I could do them all. I mean, yeah, probably that. I mean, like I could do them all right now. Yeah, but let's see how many are in the. um, I could probably name states. I know. I could do all the states. But cheeses, like that's impressive. I could do all the states in alphabetical order. Do you know the song? Yeah. Let's let's hear it for let's hear it for Ted, everybody. Yeah, kick us off. Do you want to give you a note? I'm not going to do it. But Alabama, Arkansas. That's no, that's not not that's not the song. Okay. Uh, I wasn't much of a. I wasn't much for the school songs. There are twenty-seven books in the New Testament. Yeah, I could do it in thirty seconds. I, we don't even need to do this. No, I don't, I don't need but, to do it. But uh, how perfect is that for our discussion but tw- today? But twenty-seven cheeses in thirty seconds. That's insane. I mean, that's just like, and it's like she didn't stall out, right? Like, no, like there was like one, a couple of seconds where she was just like sitting there thinking, and then all of a sudden it was like. 
Like, oh my gosh. You're like saving in your head. What was her prize? Mm. She got assigned basketball by one of the players. Okay. Sterling Brown, who also, so they, it was a contest. So she named as many as she could. And mm-hmm. then this player, it was like pre recorded. And then he named, then he named 17 in 30 seconds. That's pretty impressive. 17 cheeses in 30. And he was saying, he was saying words that I didn't even know were cheeses. Now, I'd be like, cheese it's, uh, cheese, yeah. uh, gold, cheese whiz, goldfish. Obviously. Goldfish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goldfish is cheese. Uh, uh, cheddar. <laughs> American slices. Yes. White slices. Government. Yellow slices. Yeah. Melted. Yes. Uh, fried. Nacho. <laughs> Nacho. That was one of them, and I was like, great cheese. Yeah. Great cheese. Oh. <laughs> um, so what was, what was the, the deal for her to get? How many did she, she just have had to a, name? She just had a name more than he did. So she went oh, first, okay. and then they played his video on the Jumbotron, uh, and so he had 17. So less pressure for her. Yeah. Well, she didn't know how many she, he had, though. Yeah, that's true. It's just, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, did I ever tell you about the one time that I went to I went to an Orlando Magic game? Wait, uh, time out. You went to an Orlando Magic game? Oh, yeah. I we, don't believe it. So we but, uh, but we went, and it was my, uh, so it was my brother and his mm-hmm. uh, girlfriend at the time, now wife, uh, and then uh, our two friends, Tyler and Cassie Moore, and then uh, another guy that like we hung out with, uh, and so it was the six of us. We went to the game. And we went there early. We went down to like watch the players shoot free throws before mm-hmm. the game, and we had like worn like retro jerseys. We had painted our faces. Like we went all out to sit at the very top of the you know mm-hmm. the, in the nosebleeds. But we're down there watching before the game, and some lady comes up. And she's like, uh, like has a clipboard, and is like, do you want to be like the third quarter show? And I was like, yes. Do Say you, more. Do you know me? Yeah, I love, yes, I love to be in front of people <laughs> doing things. And a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in like, I think I was like a freshman or sophomore in college. Um, but so me and then uh, my friend Tyler Moore, we went down at, uh, after the third quarter and they brought us out and we shot free throws sitting in Southwest seats to win uh, a free round trip thing. And so, mm-hmm. and we just like shot all sitting down and mm-hmm. I won. Uh, so I won a free ticket and so I handed it to my brother and I was like, Go usage to propose to your girlfriend because she lived in Minnesota. And did he? He did. Yeah. Well, hey, that worked. Yeah, out. it was a con- it was a fun little thing. But Some also- might say you're a a cheese whiz. I, <laughs> I was trying to figure out a good what a there. what a what a magical moment. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Quite the wizard. Oh wait. Ooh. What happens when the wizard and the magic play? Do they make a big deal about that? Oh, everyone... Yeah, it's basically like a Harry Potter fest. That's awesome. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, it should be. Yeah, it really should be. But, okay, what... Let's... So... Like, yeah. One of our social media questions. I think we're going to have two this week. Oh, yeah. Because there's one coming later on that I'm pretty excited about. That one's Um, not... That's not even, like, a question. That's, like, a... You must... You need to do this. Because it's going to benefit the whole... It is. The world. uh, Ted and Tanner podcast family. So I'll find a few. Yeah. Hey. Um... Name all our listeners. In 30, <laughs> seconds. Thirty seconds. Mom, mom Ted's mom, <laughs> Jillian Klopp. Jillian Klopp. Oh, our, yeah. Our, yeah. There we go. Uh, Ross Owens. Ross. Gosh, I know, right? Uh, shout out Ross. I, I met that guy one time, and I was like, "This is the nicest human." So Ross is a great guy. Uh, we gotta have Ross on the show. We should. Show. Yeah, we need to have both of them at some yeah. point. We should figure out how to do phone interviews on the show. But quick, funny Ross story. So Ross is in the group of guys mm-hmm. that I. Well, he was. Then he had a child. Um, well, his wife did. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for that clarification. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in the group of guys, I play video games with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, for a long time, you know, we text each other, and it's me and my brother, two of my cousins, and yeah. Ross. And um, we've had other guys kind of come in and out over the years, but uh, that's kind of been the core. And at one point, Matt texted Ross, but he texted him ruse 
R-O-O-S. And I was just like, lean into it. That's Roos. Ross's new name. So every time I go, I renamed him in my phone. Roos. So I go, call Ross Owens. Nothing. Call, call Roos. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> so that's awesome. That's, just think about it. You could be our seventh listener and get a, a funny little story told about you. Oh, good. We can change your name to something that's mm-hmm. more of a ruse. Yeah, we'll change whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so, we were talking but, about I that. mean, yeah. cheese whiz. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> like, when you come back to it, like, I mean, put on the spot in a stadium. In front of 20,000 other people. In 30 seconds, you named yeah. 27 cheeses. And she most definitely was wearing, like, a, a cheese hat. Like the cheese head? Yeah. Which I'm, maybe that counts as a different kind I think of when you're born in Wisconsin, they give you one they of those. They give us one, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. That's so, like, here you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's actually... All their baby pictures are set like you're sitting in the cheese hat. Yeah. And, you know, and you're holding yeah. mm-hmm. cheese and there's a bunch of This was my cheese hat. They hand it down. Yeah. So yeah. over the years. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and get a word <laughs> from our sponsors. Our cheese sponsor. we could have oh Wisconsin be our, like, like the state, the of. state of Wisconsin is just like, we endorse Ted and Tanner podcast. That'd be pretty great. Cause then they'd have to like fly us out there, like their tourism board. And it would just be like, could you imagine just video of us at Wisconsin Dells for three days? Yeah. Or standing next to the Fonz statue, the bronze Fonz. Oh Where's yeah. It? I know have about you that. No. Oh, you, you know about that? No. That's the great, it's the greatest statue. Places I've been in Wisconsin. The Dells. Great. Sheboygan. Yes. That's it. Wow. Places so, I've been in Wisconsin. All of the state. All of I feel like I've been in every town of that state. Yeah, I've yeah. covered every part of that place. Yeah. Because on our day camp, I would do like chapel visits. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so I'd be like, I'm driving here. I'm driving the place. Here. It's like, for as much, for as hard as it was for me to live there, because of, you know, being born in Florida. <laughs> where there's such as because you know being born well, okay. yeah well that's also true well like uh, sunshine and you know the beach and not wearing 40 pounds of clothes a day oh my gosh uh, but I as much as that as, as difficult as it was to live in Wisconsin it's still a beautiful state oh no it's, it's great and the people I, there are so kind they're I, like it's like they're like uh, like, the, like they are the it's like, it's like southern hospitality but with just like a, they just pronounce weird, words weird yeah big um <laughs> No, my mom's side of the family is from Minnesota, and so yeah. I have a, I have a definitely strong um, affection for the North. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's like my hope one day is to get Chelsea up to the Boundary Waters in Minnesota, which is oh, I think yeah. just some of the most beautiful piece of country. <laughs> you old piece of country, mm-hmm. you old piece of country, you. <laughs> I love you, country. Anyways, uh, so we're back. So we're back. Um, so Tanner, we've we've talked a lot about. We both work at churches, yep. and we decided today to talk a little bit about what's going on. But not only do we both work at churches, we both work at church plants. Mm. So we're like tell, baby tell churches. People, yeah, baby churches. So it's a, a church plant. Uh, usually, is a ficus. Mm. Um, yeah, those botany. You need twenty-seven plants. Uh, I couldn't. 27 plants. Green. That one. Uh, red. Tree. <laughs> tree. Leaf. Leaf. Oh, crap. <laughs> Stick. Uh, uh, oh. Shrub. Yes. Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, so, so we both work at Church Plants, which is basically the way church starts. Churches start is, is they're planted. They're, mm-hmm. you know, put down roots and stuff. And so Tanner's at a church. Um, you guys are what, two years old? Oh, two and a half? Because we're you, you got to be around two because we just turned three. Yeah, so we and we started. We were year. we were birthed right after you. Birthed, birthed. Um, so 
But so a lot of what Tanner and I do rotates around that. And what we realized is we kind of wanted to share a little bit today about what, what goes on for us there. And we've been in some, some interesting places, uh, lately. Tanner's is much more, uh, say it taboo. Yes. (laughs) Uh, they've been doing a a sermon series called taboo where they're talking about all kinds of stuff. Um, so let's start there, Tanner. What's what's Uh been good for you guys lately? What's yeah, so, well, my role at the church, so Ted is a pastor, and I am uh, commonly mistaken for a pastor, which is like one of the nicest compliments. Are you a pastor? And I'm like, nah, I didn't go to that school. Uh, so my job is uh, director of community and, and communications, and so uh, it a, sounds a lot more fun. Um, but so we've been going through this series called uh, Taboo, basically talking about what needs to be talked about. And when um, the pastor of our church, Pastor Barrett, uh, Barrett Graving, uh, he and I sat down and talked. And like, what do we want to like? What needs to be talked about? And so we've been talking about like the body. We've talked about doubt. We've talked about sex. We talked about we talked politics last week, right before the election. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, and like, and then this week we're talking about mental health, and mm-hmm. it's just like these, like the things that we're talking about and the things that are being brought up. Um, I kind of wish I had heard these when I was you know, 10, 11, 12, like all growing. Cause it's like, it's just, it's been super, um, well, it's relatable because we yeah. all have bodies, right? We Stop all, it. yeah. And like all these different things. And so it's like, hell, how do we navigate this world as really as, as human beings? And then as Christians following Jesus. Well, and, and you guys started something I think really good in mm. the midst of this because you're talking about hard topics. Yeah. So you guys started, so most, most churches will, do a podcast for their sermon. They'll record yeah. it and put it out. But you guys actually put up, hey, here are the things we couldn't get to in the sermon this week. Yeah. Or it sounds like questions too. That yeah. So we asked. asked before the ser- before before we started the series, we sent out like, hey, like a what questions do you have? Google form or Google something. form. Yeah. And so people just wrote in. And so uh, I mean, we have a church about 60, 70 people, mm-hmm. um, but we had thirty questions for each subject sent in. That's really impressive. Which, I, I mean, you know, I mean, getting responses from people can sometimes be difficult. And mm-hmm. our, our people are like, no, I want to talk about this. Yeah. And I want to talk about this. And so uh, Barrett and I have been sitting down on, like, just once a week with the, with the microphone and been like, hey, there's this question. It's like, let's just talk about it. Yeah. And let's get it out there. And so we just, we, we recorded one for the body in doubt. And then we just sat down with our good friend, uh, Shelly Schwalm, who's up mm-hmm. in, uh, at Concordia St. Paul. And we talked about sex and sexuality. Um, and if you want to have an awkward conversation, like just talk about sex, right? Because it's, it's, it's di- uh, <laughs> but to talk about those things, but also it's like so important to talk about because that's a, where a lot of us fixate on or focus on. Or well, and, and I, I'm really proud of you guys for doing that because there's a lot of mysteryality, I think, in mm. the church sometimes that that we look and we go, we've got to be. You know, we've got to be prim, we've got to be proper, and you look at the Bible, and it's just not that. Right. Um, you, you look at, it's interesting, you know when you scroll through Facebook now, and it'll be like, oh, here's this video that yeah. might interest you, and so you watch it, and then there's like 15 other videos, and like now it's, yeah. you know, an hour now later, now and you're like, Saturday what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> but there's one that has come, not on the top of the feed for me, but a couple mm-hmm. times scrolling down. Um and it's a clip from young Sheldon, which I don't watch, but I've yeah. seen this clip a couple times. And it's Sheldon's mom is upset about some comic book he's reading because mm-hmm. it's inappropriate. And so she's in his room throwing all these comic books in a box and says, you know, when you're 18, you can get these back. And he goes, well, okay, if you're going to take that, well, then you better take this one, which has, 
and he, you know, lists, you know, violence and sexuality and all those things, and he grabs his Bible. Yeah. And um, I think that's one thing that we do ourselves a disservice if we don't talk about those things. Mm -hmm. Because, especially because um, more and more often people look at characters in the Bible and think, oh, I could never be them. Yeah. And it's like, listen, there's one guy you want to be like. The rest yeah. Is, yeah. is proof of what God can do with broken people. Right. Like, I love when people are like, you know, oh, I want to be like David. No, you don't. You really don't. Like, you really don't. Like, David would be like, oh, why? Yeah, why? that's bad news, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know how to use a sword and a pen, but yeah. still, yeah. I don't know how to use these eyes. Yeah, yeah. or like, you know, raise a family. Yeah. You yeah. know, so... I'm glad you guys, especially mental health. And you oh, said, yeah. is that this so that's this. So that's this one. And we have a professional counselor who, he goes to Lakeline and so he's going to speak. That's awesome. And talk about mental health and depression and all these different things. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited for that. He's a, he's a, he's just a wise human. Yeah. Um, and so that'll be good. I, yeah. You know what? Um, and I was thinking the other day, uh, you know, I, I often think like, okay, if I, if I wasn't working at this church, would I go to this church? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Like just the, and it's been it's been cool because in every message it gets back to a couple of things right it gets back mm-hmm. to your identity and, and your identity is in Jesus and that you're loved that you're His that you're forgiven uh, that you're loved and that you're sent right but it also gets mm-hmm. back to like this life is hard yeah. and there are things that we all struggle with that we all go through but we can do that together like we can go through the yeah. hard stuff together and so just the re-emphasis of of community and like hey we all have our things. Right. And like, so the one on the body may not be speaking so loud to you, but it is to somebody else or the one on doubt may not be speaking directly to that person, but it's going to get right to you. Yeah. Um, and it's just so important to, to, well, it's important to teach what we believe to teach mm-hmm. and to open up scripture and to read that together. But it's also important to be like, this is what we believe. Now, how do we navigate that? Yeah. Or like when this comes up or when this, cause I mean, I don't know. And I just, the, one of the best things I got from, yeah. My favorite prophet seminary, Dr. Dale Meyer. Um, Dr. Meyer is just an incredible human being and one of the best preachers I've ever heard. He's like kind of one of those old school guys, but like just very kind and loving. And at the same time, he's going to bring the hammer, like mm-hmm. just a brilliant man. But in, in one of his classes, his big thing was, what does this mean for me on Monday? And he's oh, like, yeah. if you can't answer that, then you need to go look at your sermon. Yeah. Because he's like, it needs all of these things, but it needs for people to see all of that for their life tomorrow. Mm. So, so let me ask you that. What, out of this series so far for you, what's been your takeaway? What's been your biggest thing as you go, man, I needed that? Because like, it's easy yeah. to get caught up, you know, and I don't know if people know this all the time about working in the church, but it's, sometimes it's easy to get lost I'll talk about this more in a minute because yeah, it's yeah. kind of part of mine, but it's easy yeah. to get lost in the preparation that sometimes you don't get the connection. Yeah, yeah, no, that that makes sense. Well, I mean, if for, for all that we've been talking about, there's been a couple of just, uh, like when we talked about the body, we talked about rest. Mm-hmm. And I'm somebody who I um, I don't know how to do that. And I think I've talked about this before. Like, I just don't know how to rest, right? Maybe, the, oh, that was my alarm saying that I need to rest. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, I need to rest. Uh, when talking about like we talked about sex so we talked about lust and, and, and Barrett was just like just fight like it is a fight and so like that word keeps coming back to mind over and over again and when we talked about we talked about politics and it was really good I mean there was a huge race here in uh, in Texas and the whole thing was just like 
vote with your neighbor in mind. Like, you don't just mm-hmm. vote for your needs, but you vote for the needs of the people around you, oh, that's too. that's good. That's good. And it's like, what's... Okay, so we always we always come back to, you know, love God and love people. How do you love I people? I really like that. Right? Like, how do you love people? Well, you love people by... You vote... You, you can vote for them. That's one way to love your neighbor. Well, and I like that because it's... It allows you to still make your decision. It's not endorsing someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you get to look and say, this isn't just about me. Yeah. And even when... And even, and Barrett did a great... He, he, I mean, this is me sucking up to my boss. I tell him this all the time. But, like... He does a really great job of being real. And when we're talking about politics, he was like, you're not going to, like, there's not, there's no one perfect candidate. Right. Like, that person was Jesus and he didn't run for office. Yeah. Right? Like, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, you you just have to, and you're not going to get it right every time. No. Right? And so, you know, because you're voting for a sinful human being to take a position that's going to be extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's what we've been talking about. Uh, you guys are in this cool series, though, too. So we're, we're in a series, and it's a lot of fun. Um... So, I try and get our sermon series planned out at least six months, if not a year in advance. Mm -hmm. Because it lets me... My issue in leadership, and I think in in every leading sense, everyone has their strengths and their weaknesses. Mm. My strengths are like forward thinking, like vision kind of stuff. Um, And then upfront, inspirational kind of deal. And so I struggle with the details. Mm. And so I've been trying to be better at getting sermon series done and not just ideas, but like putting themes and verses and all that stuff. So as we were planning things out, we just, um, we try and do a good rotation of, um, thematic stuff. So like yeah, your yeah. series, um, uh, doctrinal stuff. So we'll tackle things like we've done two kinds of righteousness and, um, we've done, you know, uh, which was a party. Yeah. It actually, it was a really good series. Like it's cool to talk about that kind of stuff. Well, and, and it's it, for me, I look and I say, I want to do doctrinal stuff because I think it's important for us, mm-hmm. but I think it, when you explain it to people, well, yeah, it does what it's supposed to do, which is help them understand God and help them love their neighbors. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, you still practice layups or catching the ball like yeah, yeah it's important it's fundamentals, fundamentals. Yeah. yeah and so we do those and then we do um the rest of the time we do uh exposition so we do straight books of the bible yeah yeah which i found is probably some of my favorite style of preaching i oh, love yeah. taking a book and just going because you get to take the narrative of it yeah. right like you get to take and say mm-hmm. So we're doing First Peter right now. We're doing nice. five weeks in First Peter, which really what's it? What's it called? The series Royals. Called? Royals, which is great because every time I see it, I'm just gonna be Royals, Royals. It don't run in our blood. Um, Twenty-seven cheeses on my jeans. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we're doing this, and it's really fascinating to me because also I'm I'm trying to. To get better at rest. So for yeah. me, preaching is life-giving. Like it's, yeah. I love it. But I'm realizing how do I, both when I'm gone, mm. and, and then give give some people um, a chance to to be up front. Um, who are the people who will be up when I'm gone, so right. that I can build into them. And so in this series, we're going chapter by chapter. And for me, I'm really spending my devotional time and things like that mm. in first Peter. And it's amazing to me 
how much the book flows and how much we've segmented it mm. and how much it needs to be read as a whole. Oh, yeah. And so, like, First um, Peter is all identity. You know, flesh is going to fade, but, mm-hmm. you know, the things of the Lord are imperishable. And it's, it's encouragement yeah. to people who are suffering. And then First Peter 2 is all about, okay, here's your new identity and here's what it means. Mm. And for me this week, my, my brother... Matt, who works with me, uh, did the message, and he's he's got a real um, artistic bent. So he mm-hmm. did this great visual of everything that was going on, and I got to sit down with him afterwards and walk through, like, you know, how he can mm-hmm. hone and, and mm-hmm. grow. And, and that's something that actually kind of excited me because I realized I, I struggled to, like, not just go, well, I could do that better. Yeah. But what, it was really good because I realized Matt has a way of doing something that as he grows in it mm-hmm. is going to be something I can never do. Oh yeah. Like I'm, my sermon style is almost like stand up. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to throw some jokes in. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be able to move around and, you know, vocally, you know, get some movement in there, but I, I'm not real good at like slowing down and being real creative. And oh, like, yeah. I'm, my creativeness is in, in my presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's what I love about First Peter and where we're going with it is that it is an encouragement to people in every situation to remember that they are, as a Christian, you are a kingdom first yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we so easily lose sight of. And I saw a quote this week that I'm going to go back and use uh, someone on Facebook posted it with my former professors and it talked about um, I think it's an ancient historian but it talks about how the Christians are people who um, live in their state but they you know their nation yeah. or whatever but it is obvious that they are just travelers and there is another home for them hmm. and I mean it's just so beautiful to be like how does that work for me mm. you know um and so First Peter really delves into that, and one of the one of the great lines. I mean, there are just a bunch of great lines in it, but mm-hmm. in First Peter one is, uh, or First Peter two is, um, honor the brotherhood, or honor everyone, honor the brotherhood, honor God, honor the emperor. And so basically, which just sounds like something straight out of like Lord of the Rings, right? Or it's right? well, and it's awesome, and it's so now I'm coming into First Peter three this week, mm-hmm. which is. The first seven verses are all, wives, here's how you have to follow your husband. So That'll be fun. But, here's, so here's where I've gotten nerdy. So I've gotten real Greeky in terms of going back and looking. Mm-hmm. So there's one verse that talks about how, you know, wives, um, uh, on your husbands do these kinds of things. And it says... Um, then it talks about outward adornment, and it says, no, your your adornment should be inward. It should be that you are gentle with a quiet spirit. And I'm like, this is going to go over well. Yeah, so I looked great. up the Greek, and the Greek word there for gentle um, shows up in Matthew a lot, mm-hmm. and it shows up, the meek shall inherit the earth. Okay. It shows up, your king shall come to you humble, mm. riding on a donkey. Like, all of it is references to who Jesus is. Oh, yeah. So that gentle spirit... Is not just like I think a lot of times people take that and go, ladies, you have to be gentle. You can't. You shouldn't be talking. Yeah, and it's Ooh. that's not what what it's right. saying is. 
No, be like Jesus. Yeah. And actually, when you read it in context, it, it's it's a it's for all women, but specifically, mm-hmm. Peter's writing to this group of people in um, Near East Asia who are struggling, and it's a lot of women who have become believers, mm-hmm. and their husbands aren't, and they're living in a time oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where whatever the head of the household is, that's everyone's religion. Yeah. And so here, are these women who have become believers. And what Peter is trying to tell them is, listen, your goal is the kingdom. Yeah. Your goal for your husband is the kingdom. Yeah. And I, I think people take that because it says, you know, your your love and your acts will bring him mm. to the kingdom. And people have taken that to be like, you stay no matter what, yeah. which isn't what Peter's saying because mm-hmm. they talk about suffering. He's talking about like the suffering of different religions, not like yeah. he's beating you, you should stay. Right, yeah, um, yeah. But that's also very much... How we talking about evangelism too? Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, you want to love your neighbor. Like, don't like you don't have to tell them how to live their lives, mm-hmm. but you get to come to them gently and humbly and care for them. Yep, right. Yeah, it's awesome, man. And what's been cool in this in this kind of season of our church too is watching other people use their gifts. Yeah, and I'm trying to step out of more places, and I'm trying to get better at identifying where people fit better. Yeah. Um. Because I have some people that, like, they would never step in front of a microphone, mm-hmm. but their ability to handle other things is incredible. Oh, yeah. And it's it's funny to me because I think, oh, everyone wants to be up front because that's what I want, right? Right. But that's how I'm built. Yeah. And I think it's been a lot of fun for me lately to watch people. Like, so we haven't been great at gifts for new people mm. which some people would say oh you're trying to bribe new folks it's like no like we're just happy you're here yeah we want to you know and obviously he wants to come back yeah and our gifts aren't going to be like it's gonna be like a coffee mug and then see and here's what i love oh so you guys so, don't do a car uh, no not this time okay um but so my mother-in-law loves canning and it has been a boon to my existence because she just gets on these kicks and all of a sudden i have 14 new jams in my pantry which I'm yeah. all about. But so uh, I sent some of our people who I thought, these are top hospitality people in our church. Yeah. Let's get some ideas from them. And my mother-in-law goes, well, what if I can't salsa? And I was like, um, and then she calls me and goes, what if I teach you to do it and you can come help me and we can like, you know, stick a sticker on it with your face or something. And I was like, now you wait, you want to put okay. my face on salsa? Yeah, dreams come true and yeah. the prayers are answered. 27 like, cheeses in 30 seconds. <laughs> Salsa whiz. Salsa whiz. But I, I think, you know, for me, that's that's part of the thing is like church can quickly become how do we do this most efficiently? Yeah. And I think there should be some of those questions of structure and things like that. But I like, I really like watching people use their gifts, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's, it's fun um, oh, yeah. for me to see people fall into those roles and... And as somebody who likes to be up front, I'm somebody who likes that as well. Mm-hmm. I am learning to find joy in letting other people do the things that I really like to do. Yeah. Where, um, and it's just, I think that's, I think that's what leadership kind of is, mm-hmm. is it's a mm-hmm. lot of like, you know, it's equipping people to do it, but then it's also becoming their, their, I don't want to say cheerleader, but it is that Yeah. you can be, you can, you can help coach them and you can help mm-hmm. encourage them and to see them get up front and like their first time up, like up front or doing whatever, like, I mean, I go great, but like. They're doing it. This is great. And also, I one of my favorite things about uh, 
Axtrix Lake Line is we we're not trying to put on we're what you get what you see is what you get. Yeah. Like I'm up I I am up there and I when I do like announcements for the welcome it's it's always a gamble. But we're we're not we're not manicured. We try to make things nice, mm-hmm. but like it's never things nothing is super perfect. We're a little messy, but we're reflecting what we actually are. Well, and I think for for me I, I love that because that's similar for us. Mm-hmm. We want it to feel like you're walking into your living room. Yeah. Or like yeah. you're inviting someone over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you're not going to set up a Ferris wheel Mm-mm. when you invite someone to the house because here's the thing. They're going to come back and go, oh, oh, the Ferris wheel's gone. Yeah, well. So is- then you've put yourself in this loop of having to outdo that every yeah. time as opposed to saying, hey, this is like, this is life. I, yeah. want, I want church to be a regular flow of people's life. Yeah. Not something they look at and go, have yeah. to do this. Yeah. So well, that's good. I'm excited. Uh, I, I listened to Matt's message on earlier this week and mm-hmm. he did a great job. And the, he did. So we'll have to uh, put some links to where you can listen to Ted's messages, the messages mm-hmm. from Narrative Church, and then the messages from mm-hmm. Axtrix Lakeline as well. So yeah. If you guys, now we've yeah. got a really important message. Oh. And that message is Thanksgiving. Yeah. So... <laughs> Let's take a let's take a quick break and uh, we'll hop we'll, we'll we'll pull a chair up to the table. Mm-hmm. You know what we call that? We call that transition. Boom. Boom. All right, Tanner. So this has to be our greatest social media response we've ever had. Y'all went nuts. And what was great about it? So it was funny because I I ran over to my in laws last night and we were talking about it. I said, so many people are responding. And my mother-in-law was like, well, yeah, everyone has opinions about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I was like, so we just got to find a bunch of things people have opinions about. And then yeah. we're going to be the biggest podcast ever. Watch out, cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, a podcast all about cereal breakfast. Dumb. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it is almost Thanksgiving. So where, we where, asked, does, where does Thanksgiving rank on your, is it like number one for uh, you? My holiday is definitely not number one. I know. Um, I would say in terms of my holidays, though, I, that's, I put it at a solid number two. I'm a winter holidays guy. I like I like I just like I like Christmas. I I'd go Christmas first, and then Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I feel like I love Thanksgiving because I feel like it's like the prequel to Christmas. It's like right? let's get yeah. ourselves set. Yeah, you know, like I was in Target yesterday, and they mm-hmm. you know Christmas stuff is already set up, mm-hmm. and it's just like, but where's the Pilgrim salt and pepper shakers? Yeah, <laughs> what can I yeah. find? Uh, anyways, well, I'm glad the candy corn season is over. Uh, so we asked the, we asked the internet, what is a must and what is a must not on your Thanksgiving table? And we came up to a, there's some incredible answers. So thank you for submitting those. Uh, and one of those was, uh, we came to a consensus that cranberries from a can are crap. No good. Nobody liked them. No good. Did you guys ever have cranberries from a can on your table? Um, I feel like, so we had two options. My mom would make a fresh cranberry relish. Oh, which was really good because yeah. she would do she'd chop up cranberries yeah. and then um, like orange zest yeah and, and so you get a little citrus in there and then she would let it she'd make it you know on Wednesday before Thanksgiving and it would kind of the juices would and that was really good but I feel like sometimes she would slice up a can of mm. cranberry yeah um, we would ha- we would have it on our table think so. like like perfectly out of the can. Right where you could see the lines, mm-hmm. and I remember like after dinner too, it still looked like that. Like nobody touched it, so I just figured it was just decoration. It's basically cranberry jello. Yeah, and jello has no place on the table. Well, and agreed. Yeah. Um, well, and and here's here's the thing for me that I don't understand. It's like 
it goes back to an old Brian Regan joke, which is like the cranberry salesman is just the ultimate salesman, right? Right. Like, because there's cranberry in everything. Right. And I don't, I don't understand how cranberry became a staple of mm-hmm. um, Thanksgiving. Now, like, I'm not against it. Right. Fully. It's like fish um, during Lent. Yeah. Well, well, well fish, Lent. fish during Lent makes sense, and I could give you the history. Yeah, we don't need that. I still don't know cranberry, though. Yeah, the cran- so cr- yeah, so no cranberries. Uh, and then well, no canned cranberries. No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think like, people, there's some... Pardon me, excuse there me. There's some French. Yeah, yeah. French. Well, also, fresh. I just saw... Oh, so fresh. Uh, I just saw a commercial with uh, my boy LeBron James the night LeBron about a cranberry James. Sprite or something like that. Okay, that would That's be back. delicious. Yeah. I mean, I think it comes out... I think it's like a, a seasonal thing. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a fan of a good cranberry... Limeade from Sonic. Let it run. So, Let it run. I mean, and anything my boy LeBron does, I'm oh, yeah, with, except it. apparently playing with the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so. about that. Uh, but you guys had some really awesome answers. Um, uh, our friend Bobby Courtney said stuffing must be on the table. But then Boom. somebody else messaged us and said, you got to tell the difference between what's the difference between stuffing so this, and dressing. And by somebody, this was my wife. Was and it? No, it was... Uh, it was um, your wife's your friend. What's your okay. friend? I got her name. Sorry. She tweeted at us. I, I sorry, I must have missed that. But well here's the thing. Then what I had was I had the in live moment of it where <laughs> my very Texan in law family oh, yeah. um, were sitting at the table and it was well Yankees make stuffing. Oh wow. I mean yeah. Yikes. But it's it's so stuffing you put into the turkey. Yeah. And you literally stuff the turkey and it gets the turkey juices and stuff like, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Dressing is a similar makeup. Her name was Mallory. She's so nice. Yeah. Mallory Mulder. She's a great friend. Yeah. 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 She better be listening to the podcast. That's seven we're up to. But, um, no, so stuffing you put in the turkey, dressing you make separate from the turkey. Yes. And I would say, I'm a dressing fan. Oh yeah, and uh, there there are things that I look at that having now brought. Well, we'll talk about this in a minute. But I'd say <laughs> no. Keep going. I'd say I'd say I'm I'm on board with the dressing. You're a dressing fan. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't care. I I eat both because you know what I'm gonna do. I'm putting gravy on everything. Just on it So all. it doesn't really matter at this yeah. point. Well, and I love I love Steve Zank, our good our good buddy from California, Steve. Um, he said, and I think this was, this is Steve's comment basically was something everyone said, which was a meat, as long as it's a, well, a meat besides turkey, and it can't be tofurkey. Yeah, for sure. So I think everyone kind of agreed on turkey. We had a couple interesting non-turkey things, but everyone agreed on turkey, but also everyone agreed on no meat substitutes. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife said that too. Like, like, what does that mean? Um, Yeah, I. You know what? If I were to pick one person to uh, create a menu for Thanksgiving, I think it'd be your wife. Uh, One reason I married her, man. (laughs) No, there's more than one reason. Um, But yes, no. Well, like because her her answer was one of her answer was turkey, spices, spicy sausage dressing, not stuffing, homemade cranberry sauce, scalloped potatoes, green bean casserole, deviled eggs, rolls, and my great granny's pecan cream pie. Oh my. See, here's the thing. It's like you're reading that as like, oh, Chelsea could create this. That's our Thanksgiving. Well, what day did you guys have Thanksgiving this year? 
We gotta do a Friendsgiving. We're doing it on Thanksgiving. Oh, good day to do it. So, right, right. <laughs> um, that was a terrible question. So, when are you guys what doing? Are you, I will do well, I mean, I, I, I mean thinking, my family lives all over, so it's like thinking, we're doing Thanksgiving. We're thinking in, uh, the third yeah. Thursday yeah. Of, of November. Um, smart, smart. Well, and wait, okay, so are you, are you a turkey guy? Oh, yeah, man. Okay, here's the magic thing about. Uh, and you know, I love magic. What? Ted just, Ted just um, shot a basketball. Uh, and Kobe, which is not, not magic. magic Penny. Oh. Uh, so Chelsea, our first Thanksgiving mm-hmm. in St. Louis, first Thanksgiving we're married, she reads something online. And if, if Chelsea's anything, she's the ultimate researcher. Oh, yeah. And she just gets it. So she reads, cook the turkey upside down. Oh. So you go breast side down because then all your juices flow into the white meat of the turkey. <laughs> Sounds funny. So, but that is the best turkey I've ever had. An upside down turkey. And then I had my mom get real mad at me because she's like, Mom, you gotta try this. The next Thanksgiving we were home and it threw off her game and she was so mad. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Um, but no, so Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea cooks the turkey upside down, which yeah. is golden. Um, Juliana Schultz said, must, cheesy potato casserole. I put that in my mouth. Okay, uh, I mean, us white people, we white people, we love casseroles. If mm-hmm. the word casserole is at the end of it, I'm probably like, oh yeah, we should yep. have that. That mm-hmm. sounds good. Uh, sweet potato casserole, yep. Any take on cornbread and or homemade rolls. She knows how to eat. Her her not, green beans. Not true. I am, green beans gotta be on the table but for the, me. If you put it in the casserole, you're getting them. No, dude, I, I'll do green beans. At, like, Is I it like, just like straight up green beans? Like, or are you like, like green beans with like almonds and some of the... No, no, I like, I like the green bean casserole, right? Yeah. So the green bean casserole being green beans with some casserole. mushroom sauce, and then you get the French onion. Oh, yeah. French fried onion. And really, I mean it just for the topping. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a common theme with a lot of meals on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want the tops of everything. Oh, here's the sweet potatoes with marshmallows Yeah, on just want the top. Thank here's you. A little marshmallows with a little bit of I sweet like, potato. Yeah. I like that, like... Thanksgiving has this undercurrent of, oh, here's this dessert that I'm going to have with my meal. Yeah. Because a couple people said Watergate salad. Yeah. Which is basically pistachio pudding with marshmallows and grapes. Ooh. And it's phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, no, I am, I am pro-green bean. I think, I, and in fact, I would waver between the casserole or just, for me, you can't do it out of a can. Yeah. Fresh green beans, roasted with some crispy roasted almonds. Mm-hmm. Dude, come on now. Like, um, and here's the surprise. Here's the surprise. Liz Callahan. Oh, yeah. All the way from Africa. Yeah. Says Thanksgiving tacos. And here's, here's where I would go with this, right? Because we didn't get an explanation. You asked for I one. I asked, but she's on a different time, so yeah. we'll get one later. We'll get one later. But here's, here's where I would lean. I think Thanksgiving tacos is a great idea mm-hmm. for leftovers. Mm. And in fact, might be a new style of what I do, which is I'll buy a bunch of H-E-B tortillas. Hello. And then that afternoon, I'll just throw everything in a taco and have a Thanksgiving taco. I don't want it for my main meal. But I, them leftovers? I feel like uh, uh, Torchies probably does something like this. They do. That's fantastic. That's um, taco of the month. Our, our, my, my bud, our buddy Tyler Moore said, I made an oyster casserole, a Florida family tradition, I guess, a few years back, and 
that I never want to experience again. No, thank you. I don't want to taste the ground of the ocean on yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's not what I want. Um, Jonathan Becker told us, he said, you got to have it stuffing, chorizo, cornbread stuffing. Okay, that sounds like gold. Amazing, amazing. And then he said, don't bring to my house. Not even on the table. Like, don't even bring it to the house. Canned cranberries. Once again, canned cranberries need to be canned. Yep. All right, Tanner, so we've been talking about it. Tell me, though, what's your setup? What's your so, Thanksgiving so setup? So my setup, like, I I appreciate turkey, but this is not why I come to the table. Like, great, turkey's there. I'll put it into some bites, mm-hmm. but turkey's more of a side thing for me, yeah. right? Like, tell me about your mashed potatoes. Tell me about your homemade rolls and cornbread. And tell me about your stuffing or your dressing. But again, it doesn't really matter. So turkey's... I'm putting gravy on everything. Okay. I'm riding the gravy train. I am riding Ooh, okay. the gravy so, train. So what you're saying to me is turkey is like the protein that just kind of yeah, binds it all I, together. I'm eating turkey because I, I, I'm a healthy guy. Right. And healthy so, tip. That's a healthy tip. Right. Uh, but so my main course, it's not turkey. My main course is mashed potatoes and stuffing or dressing or whatever it is. Okay. On the sides, I've got sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole, any kind of casserole. Okay. And mac and cheese. Which some people were against. But, you but I think bring, bring that mac and cheese casserole A game. Yeah. And I'm on board. I, and I'm sitting there. Yeah. And I've got my fork ready. See, here's the thing about the Thanksgiving table. Mm-hmm. If it is good... It's going to just mouth. bring it. Yep, yep. Right. If it if you're like, oh, it doesn't have a place. There's going to be a place if yep. it's good. Right. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a place if it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, cornbread rolls. Uh, yeah, that's really it. So for me, I'm a turkey guy. I want the turkey. Chelsea does this great thing. She flips the turkey upside down. So she flips really, the bird. She flips the bird, uh, and it's really good. It gets it gets the it makes the white meat um, more mm-hmm. juicy. It's really good. Yeah. But so I'm here for the turkey. I want potatoes of some kind. I want sweet potatoes of some kind. But actually, I don't want yeah. the marshmallows. I want sweet potatoes, a little hint of cinnamon. Ooh. Right? So yeah. a little bit of that. I want greens. I, I don't want to just like be like, oh, here's all this carbo-loading, right? But uh, that's going to But at the same happen. time, I want a carbo-loading. But I, I don't want salad. Yeah. I want like green beans or broccoli or, you know, roasted. Is that, is that for peace of mind or do you crave it? No, I want it. Okay. I want it. And I mean, I'm eating green stuff for peace of mind. Also, yeah. it's a healthy tip. Healthy tip. Uh, so, so I'm about those things, but I, I think one of my number one things, my mom, since I was a kid, she makes excellent homemade rolls. Oh. She has this old Southern Living icebox roll recipe she uses. And I love um, just memories of her. You, you'd tear it off a little bit, yeah. and you'd make a little ball, and three balls go into a muffin tin. Oh, yeah. And so it then rises and makes this great muffin uh, roll kind of thing. But you can tear it apart, and you can have decisions of what's going on that roll. And really, Thanksgiving is all about decisions. Yep. If I can make decisions with my food, I'm doing something right. Yes. Okay, so real quick, two things. What kind of pie do you have to have? And what's your drink? Pies. Uh, you know what? I'm not a big pumpkin pie fan. You can give me one bite of pumpkin pie, and that's going to last me for the entire year. Mm-hmm. I'm here for really any other kind of dessert. It doesn't okay. matter. Like I'm just not like a pumpkin pie guy. Gotcha. I don't wake up on Thanksgiving Day and say, today's mm-hmm. the day I get pumpkin pie. I say, today's the day that I'm just going to feel pretty terrible at the end. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think I go with, I want pumpkin pie. Classic. Oh, yeah. But I want it homemade. Okay. Um, and then You know what? I want apple pie. I always want apple pie. Fair. Or like a chocolate silk. Mm-hmm. Giddy up. But then Chelsea's the pecan cream pie she mentioned. Yeah. That's phenomenal. You know, on, on Thanksgiving, if you mention, if you throw the word cream into it, people are like, I should probably try it. I'm on board. I might try a little bit. Yep. I'm try a little bit of drinks. A oh, little bit. A little bit. So, a little bit. Okay. just a little bit. Main meal. Not too main meal and then like 
post meal. Okay, so while I'm eating Thanksgiving, while I'm eating Thanksgiving, while I eat this whole entire holiday, mm-hmm. um, I'm guzzling down. Uh, no, I. You know what? Whatever everybody else is drinking, I'm probably gonna be okay with it. My palate is not that fine, mm-hmm. right? Like. Whatever. So if you're drinking red wine, I'm drinking red wine. If you're drinking a beer, I'm drinking a beer. Uh, it's so it's like whatever. Um, I'm not a big uh, like Coke guy, so I don't need that. Mm-hmm. But like, whatever. It's it's a holiday. Calories yeah. don't count. I'm right. here for whatever. But at the end of the meal, you know, I'm either gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be sipping two things: mm-hmm. whiskey and coffee. And nice. you say, Tanner, you do it at the same time. And I say, Tanner, back off. I do what I want. I do what I want. It's a holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday. For me, during the meal, I like uh, my father-in-law always has. Um, a couple jugs of the real lime limeade, mm-hmm. and I mix that with some tea, make kind of an Arnold Palmer. It's perfect. Um, and then uh, I love a fire later at night. I always hope it's cool enough here mm. in Texas yeah. for a fire, and you sip some whiskey around the fire. Oh, yeah. Um, but Tanner, I think that covers Thanksgiving as best we can. Or does it? Because this leads us into something new. A lot of people mentioned their grandma's famous or my yeah. mom's. Here's what we want you to do. Stop being selfish. Yeah. This is, tis the season to stop being selfish. So here's, here's what we want to do. We're going to help you in your selfishness this season. We're doing Ted and Tanner do a cookbook. We're doing a cookbook. Holiday edition. Holiday edition. We're talking Thanksgiving. We're talking Christmas. Heck, they're on the new year. Yeah. If you got black eyed peas, Chelsea makes black eyed peas. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So here's here's what we want. We want your holiday recipes. Stop being selfish. Yep. Share them with us. Share here's the what we're going to do. We're going to compile them into an online document. Ted and Tanner do a cookbook. Yep. We're going to pick our favorite. Now, we want main dishes. Yep. We want side dishes. Yep. We want dishes, dishes. Dishes, dishes. Not dishes. really. We yep. want... How, we do you, want, how do you do your dishes? <laughs> drink dishes. Yeah, yeah. We want... We want drink holidays. We want it all. We want your Christmas cookie. We want like we want your appetizers. Mm-hmm. We want your appetizers. We want it all. We, want we just we want to share the the community wealth that is Ted and Tanner do a podcast. So we'll put together a Google form yeah. where you can submit this stuff. Tanner and I'll take it. We'll compile it. We'll give until the first week of December. How yeah. about that? The first Friday in December, and we'll have it out then after that. And here's the deal: Tanner and I will pick our favorite recipes. We all make them. And we will do a cooking show. Ted and Tanner do a cooking show. With our wives, most likely. Yes. Because Because we'll need the help. We'll need help. So we'll do Wait, that. Wait, what's a third cup of a fourth? <laughs> oh, gosh. So we will do Ted and Tanner Live, a cooking show. Yes. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited about it. Me too. Ted, it's good to be back doing the podcast. And people are like, why did you guys start speed up, speed up with your voices and talk really fast? Because we recorded like an hour and a half. And it and, failed. And then it didn't work. And so we had to come back and record some other so parts. So what, what you're missing out on is me talking up Tanner real big. Guys, he's a great poet. <laughs> Tanner, where can they find you for your poetry <laughs> oh, that's and for your music? Yeah, you said some really nice things that people will never, never know hear. about. Yep. Um, if you have the internet, just follow at Written to Speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you also have Facebook, follow that too. Because there's a lot of stuff that's up and coming. And I'm going to be starting some new mm-hmm. things pretty soon that we'll tell you about. Uh not, not because it's a big secret because I don't want to talk about it right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, Ted, what about you? Uh, you can always follow me at Theo underscore D. I'm really hilarious. You really are. Well, my wife thinks I am. Yeah. Well, my wife sometimes thinks I am. Yeah, my wife doesn't always think I am. Yeah. So wait, you didn't think that was funny? Have you guys had that kind of like? Oh, all wait, the time. How come you didn't laugh at that? She's my proofreader, and a lot of times she goes, "No." Oh. Well, I'm Ted. 
and uh, I'm still Tanner. And we did this podcast. We did this podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. Boom.